rich or not we all have got chances in lifetime to live quite sublime more rich people become richer and the majority poor more poorer it's not how much money brings boost but having enjoyed life not its cost healthy body makes an active mind one sick can't make good things rewind beware of taking too much of everything good health is wealth and the best thing the preservation of health is easier than the cure of diseases a fit body a calm mind a house full of love these things cannot be bought they must be earned greetings i am ananya mathur of delhi public school kamti road nagpur today we are gathered here to celebrate world health day an annual global observance that highlights the importance of health and well-being the unparalleled value of good health is celebrated on world health day on april 7th spearheaded by the world health organization physical mental and emotional well-being is promoted and celebrated all over the world on this day world health day held every year on 7th april marks the anniversary of the founding of world health organization in 1948 and each year focuses on a specific public health concern in addition to focusing on the journey to achieving health for all which is this year's theme who will observe its 75th anniversary under the theme 75 years of improving public health in 1948 countries of the world came together and founded WHO to promote health keep the world safe and serve the vulnerable so everyone everywhere can attain the highest level of health and well-being WHO's 75th anniversary is an opportunity to look back at public health successes that have improved quality of life during the last 7 decades It is also an opportunity to motivate action to tackle the health challenges of today and tomorrow. World Health Day is a significant observance to create awareness regarding the health condition, healthy diet and hygiene. The idiom health is wealth has been refined by the pandemic and a nourishing lifestyle is an embodiment of surviving these traumatic times. And World Health Day urges us not to take our wealth for granted and keep the world safe and serve the vulnerable. So everyone everywhere can attain the highest level of health and well-being. Good health is crucial for individuals to lead a fulfilling life. It allows us to pursue our goals and dreams, perform our daily activities and contribute to the society. Health also plays a significant role in economic development as a healthy workforce is essential for productivity and growth. Additionally, good health is a fundamental human right and everyone should have access to quality health care and essential health services. There are a lot of ways to get involved towards building a healthier world and every little bit helps. So let's all work together to make the world a healthier place for everyone. We at Delhi Public School Kamti Road Nagpur organized an awareness program on World Health Day to educate the students about the benefits of staying healthy. We interviewed Ms Afsha Ali 
clinical dietitian to inspire our students to stay healthy. In today's session, we focus our spotlight on an issue that is a hot button topic in today's world. Yes, we are talking about food, glorious food, and all the issues that are associated with this important aspect of our life. Youngsters today are often obsessed with issues such as achieving a zero figure and gymming. However, scarcely do they give a thought to the health issues that are caused by these impulsive actions. So we have with us Ms. Afsha Ali, who is an eminent clinical dietitian in Apollo Hospitals in Bengaluru, who will clear many misconceptions. We welcome you, ma'am. But before we gain your insights on these issues, let us enlighten the audience regarding our guest's achievement. Ms. Ali is a registered dietitian nutritionist. She is a certified diabetes educator and a keto coach, a life member of the Indian Dietetic Association, a nutrition lifestyle company dedicated to educating patients, families and medical practitioners on lifestyle management and healthy eating habits. Her mission is to reshape the nutritional habits and behaviors of our next generation to optimize their long-term health and reduce the likelihood of various disease conditions and weight management. She has a whooping experience of more than six years and provides expert level health and lifestyle counseling to achieve each goal as per the devised plan of action. So ma'am, here's our first question. What are the major tasks of a clinical dietitian? A major task of a clinical dietitian are guide and help hospitalized patients by determining their nutritional needs. We actually work in a team with doctors and other healthcare professionals like physiotherapists, nutrition care providers like uh, FNB staff, food and beverage staff, catering managers, catering supervisors, nursing uh, team and we all develop appropriate dietary advices and nutrition plans for patients. Uh, we have daily inpatient rounds, client and patient's nutritional assessment is done, the nutritional diagnosis is then made, then nutrition needs are planned according to the patient's medical conditions and blood parameters, they are modified according to the patient's procedures and all. A final diet prescription is made in a hospital and post-discharge we follow up for their uh, post-discharge care plan and monitoring it daily and after discharge as I said a plan is given to be followed and of course we do OPD basis counseling also. Oh, that's, that's quite a lot of work I guess, right? Yes. Also ma'am, uh, should teenagers take vitamin supplements to meet their energy levels up? Uh, honestly, no. If you are a healthy individual, you don't need any supplements. Because if you eat well and you have no uh, specific symptoms or any specific deficiencies, then please try to avoid unnecessary medications. When you can get vitamins and minerals naturally from foods, why to rely on a product made in a laboratory right so yeah. specific but here is a specification that some specific medical conditions 
do requires supplementations however but please take always under the supervision of a qualified doctor yeah that's true so if that is so or uh, what should be the best proportion of meal for a teenager uh best proportion should be including all food groups daily in your diet since teenage is the period of rapid growth and development hormonal changes energy requirements are also high other essential vitamins minerals are required by our body for its metabolic processes so a proper combination of carbohydrates like roti rice uh, examples are examples of cereals millets uh, poha upma broken wheat dalia etc fermented foods like idli dosa uttapam etc whatever is your traditional food should also contribute to the major part of your meal They, these are all carbohydrates then comes the proteins the building blocks of your body 20 to 20% 20 to 22% of your meal should compromise of your proteins like curds buttermilk paneer and all the other non-veg products pulses dals lentils sprouts rajma other dairy products also then comes the fats cooking oils ghee and also our body needs good essential fatty acids so they are they are coming from nuts and oil seeds other invisible fats from different foods now also the green leafy vegetables the vegetables 3 to 5 servings of green leafy and other roots and tubers and other vegetables we have to take throughout our day and one to two exchanges a servings of fruits is a must because they provides us with good fiber and essential vitamins and minerals always try to eat fruits on an empty stomach and try to avoid unnecessary fats like saturated fats trans fats as during teenage once your fat cells multiply that is the increase in the sizes it will be there throughout your life so nourish your body with essential nutrients from natural foods i am sure this would help our listeners quite a lot also ma'am what should be a diet of a person who wants to lose weight a person who aims to lose weight should first take out time to self introspect and realize that what has led to this obesity or overweight mostly our sedentary lifestyle unhealthy food habits contribute to this once you get the reason it's easy to find a solution consistency and patience is the key a person who wants to get fit should include more of fibers from vegetables fruits avoid juices um you can include millets cereals pulses combination etc avoid simple carbohydrates like sugars jaggery honey starchy foods like rice sabudana potatoes deep fried foods bakery products namkeens avoid skipping of meals maintain a small frequent meal pattern include healthy fats from dairy products eggs nuts and oil seeds and of course avoid saturated fats excess of butter oil ghee 
and not to miss out regular physical activity brisk walking cycling etc i think our listeners should keep that all in mind my last question to you is if you don't drink milk because of lactose intolerance where can you get calcium from lactose intolerance is actually a very generalized statement these days if one day suddenly you don't tolerate milk its products that is not intolerance and many other factors also contribute in this as well rule out correctly the intolerance other calcium sources other than dairy products could be ragi sesame seeds few green leafy vegetables like spinach kale etc tofu yogurt turnip greens soy milk fortified cereals with calcium and vitamin d nuts flax seeds chia seeds etc also interestingly curds and paneer have very less amount of lactose as most of it is converted through the fermentation to easily digestible lactate which is easy to digest in our body so curds and paneer are better tolerated generally for the patients who have lactose intolerance also you have to remember that for calcium absorption you need vitamin d so have enough good sun exposure okay well ma'am it's been a pleasure interacting with you i am sure many of our listeners have found your inputs extremely helpful on behalf of delhi public school kamji road nagpur we take the opportunity to thank you for sharing your precious time with us and setting many myths to rest thank you so much thank you so much ma'am it was pleasure so now in conclusion world health day is an essential observance that highlights the importance of health and well-being we must all take responsibility for our health and contribute towards building a healthier world let us pledge to make healthier choices and support initiatives that promote health equity and universal healthcare access we urge you to invest in the wellness of mind and body because we must nourish to flourish start today it's never too late to start living healthy thank you